Tech East Tuesday. LeVac and Gaz, how you doing? Uh, great show for you today, or at least as good as we get. Uh, we got Buster only joining us at 5 o'clock. Just call him Bust a Bust. Just see if he answers kind of thing. Look at that, LeVac. Our yeah. first lined up scheduled, dare I call it, appointment listening here on LeVac and Gaz. I feel like the whole show is appointment listening. But- I mean, I agree. I agree. And somebody's already in. So, um, yeah. So, just I reached out to him last week. Buster said, you know what, 5 o'clock Tuesday, I can make that work for you. Give me a call. And uh, so Buster only. He, he was, you know, one of the first guests that that brought the afternoon show to life back in the day. And maybe uh, more than three people will watch this thing when he, when he calls in. <laughs> Actually, I got to call him. So let's hope this works. Here's the thing with Buster. Usually you and I would talk to him before we hit record. Yeah. This is live. I did warn him. I did warn him. He's going oh, okay. right in. All right. And there's nowhere to hide. Uh, we're here at Tech East Fire and Water Restorations, Tech East Tuesday. Uh, best way back to normal. Visit online, tefirewater.com. And it's been overcast all day. The second we're about to start talking, sun comes beaming through the window. This is going to be uncomfortable. Uh, for us, and we're well lit. Um, I, I do have to. I I put this up online earlier. Oh, let me do this. Oh, what are you doing, Levac? So I shaved my head. For those who can't see this, Levac just took his hat off. Shaved my head. If you can't see it, you're not watching on Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook or Godzilla Media's YouTube page. That's the problem. So everybody's like, oh, uh, my favorite was our buddy Whitey, who goes, "Did you go into the barber shop and say, give me the Raider?" And he was like, "Got you, fam." And because I guess I look like a Raider fan right now, like I don't all the time. No, the the bottom line, I don't know if you can see it. Hold on, guys, tell me. Careful, Levac. Ah! Ah! Let me move the camera closer to your skull. Yes, you can see it. It looks like a big dot there. Blue, yep, there it is. Move the camera, can't move it back. So I'd have something like removed from my skull. Turns out I had so much brain, I needed to give some back. Um, so I had a little, little minor surgery yesterday. So I shaved the head to, to match up with the back. Back of my head looks like uh, the laces on a homemade football. That's what the back of my head looks like right now. So, so that's why the head shaved. Um, I would love to pretend it was like solidarity for, you know, cancer awareness month and all that other stuff, but uh, we can do that afterwards. But right now, yeah, just a little, little new haircut, new look. Not sure how I feel about it. Don't hate it. Very comfortable, very easy to work with, except for the fact that there is a uh, football threading on the back of my head. How's, that's, your, how's your brain felt? Brain feels fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, brain, brain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, you know, I swear a lot more, uh, but it's, uh, it, you know, shit happens. Um, <laughs> just a way weird. It's weird though. Like I went in yesterday, so I had like a, I had like a bump, I guess it was like sitting on an artery. So they had to mess with it. And, um, it was so backed up and waiting forever. And they got me on an IV. I went through like two bags of IV solution waiting to go in. You know, what makes you pee, uh, faster than any alcohol binge you've ever been on two bags of IV solution. Like every time they turn around, I'm like, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go pee again. Um, but, you know, everything went fine. I woke up. My hands are covered in blood. And they're like, yeah, we're not really sure how that happened. I'm like, is this like a prank? Is this what you guys what? do? <laughs> My hands are like, I, all I can imagine is at some point during it, I must have like went, what's going on or something and while, I was, while I was out. But, yeah, they were like, no, nah, you're fine. Everything's cool. Wash your hands. So, or I, I, do, I will tell you this. There were four people when I went to sleep. There was only three when I woke up. So, I'm assuming... <laughs> You know, somebody got these hands. He or she is now no longer. <laughs> do you think you did your own surgery? Is that I might possible? Have. I might have. I am a do-it-yourself kind of guy. Uh, that is a known known fact. Uh, we are uh, we're getting we're tech east uh, water fire and water restoration, and here is here is the deal. Not my best locks week again. Two in a row, better than I did last week, but not my best locks week. But I, I do think it's time like to look at this season. We're three games in. Every team's played three games. 
Who's where you thought they'd be? Who's falling off your list? What do you think about this year's season so far, guys? Are there, are there surprise teams in either direction for you? Well, let's start with some of these New York teams. First, I want to start oh, with poop. the New they're York poop. Jets because of how bad they are. The Denver Broncos, I predict, is like my surprise playoff team in 2021. The Broncos are 3-0 although they've combined played against teams with an 0-9 record. Yeah. Broncos are trash, and they're gonna, it's going to get shown this week, by the way. I feel like I'm going to stick with Denver, even though it's going to be, as you've heard it a few times, I'll probably continue saying throughout the football season, the boredom games. Just don't watch those. They're not going to yeah. show up on red zone a lot. But the New York <laughs> Jets, more focus on them. Garbage. How did they get worse? Are they worse than last year? Because it feels like it. Sam Darnold was there. Now they bring in a rookie. They bring in a new head coach. It's not Adam Gase. Nobody can blame him. The Jets are worse after those three games than they were last season, which is remarkable to think about. What I, what I, no, but what I think you're seeing is it's almost like when you see a, a college program change over, right? Like, like Michigan fans will remember this. When they finally went, we're going to go with Rich Rod. We're going to go Rich Rod. We're going to let him come in. We're going to play a different. We're not going to do three yards in a cloud of dust anymore. We're going to spread it out. We're going to get crazy. Well, yeah, it's going to take like three years to recruit the right people, get them in college a little different. It's going to be different. The guys you've got, you've got square pegs going around holes. I think that's what you're seeing with the Jets. Like, if you if you look at the, first Carl Lawson not being there, that was supposed to be the Bosa pass rusher in the Robert Sala defense. Um, you know, Michael Fleur is a new offensive coordinator. Greg Knapp was supposed to be the guy who's going to hold his hand and teach him. He passes away tragically before the season. I don't think they're worse. I, I mean, obviously they're worse, but I don't think they're in a worse spot. They're going to play poorly for a while, but I think they'll get their stuff together. With the Jets organization, we go to the whys, right? So, like, why is Zach Wilson the quarterback? Okay, he was a top-tier recruit, uh, top five. Very pick. flashy. Yeah, all that. do a lot of okay. things. That makes sense. Why is Robert Sala the coach? He was one of the hottest coordinators in the NFL because of how good he was for that 49er defense. He can climb up a wall and then run stairs. Right. Like, yeah. okay, we get why Wilson's there. We understand why Sala's there. Here's the biggest why. Why is Joe Douglas there? We, we know the answer, oh, though. Yeah. Don't we know why he got hired? Because he worked well with Adam Gase. Adam Gase picked the GM. So if he's got that stink of Gase still around him, <laughs> you know what? You're Gase's buddy, but, aren't you? Why are you still here anyways? But here's the thing. Like, Douglas was recruited heavily by a lot of teams. Like, if, if you're going to do that, I think you got to go all the way back to where you should have hired Matt Rule. Like, you should have hired Matt Rule. Let him hire his coordinators. That's where he stops there. Joe Douglas has not had the opportunity to do what he really wanted to do yet. This is the first swing at Joe Douglas's team. Remember, year one of Joe Douglas, Mike McCagnan drafted that team. He They hired him after the draft. So you can't, that's that's a mulligan. You're out. That's a COVID draft. We still, I mean, we have, this is, this is the first beginning of a Joe Douglas team we're seeing. And Joe Douglas hired Robert Sala. So, yes, there's a little Adam Gase stink on him still, but I, I really think they're headed in the right direction. Look at the moves they made. I, I would have liked to keep Sam Darnold. I'm, I'm with you on that. Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold got a raw shake, but he actually finally has got a good one. Um, but it's a better team around him. Would he still be? Would he be any good here? Zach Wilson can do all the things, checks all the boxes. He's just got to learn to read an NFL defense. That's not easy to do. Your defense isn't what you thought it'd be yet. All these things. Patience, patience, grasshopper. It'd feel better if the Panthers weren't three and zero. Robbie yeah. Anderson, Sam Darnold, yeah. and Matt. Rule. Yeah, yeah, it'd no. Better. Yeah, well, and that's obvious, but you can't you, – you said goodbye to that. Like, you, you like to make the, you know, the girlfriend analogy where it's like, well, she's – you break up and then she looks good or whatever. She shows up, whatever. I, I mean, I, I probably made it as well. You can't worry about it anymore. You got the new girlfriend. 
You got the new the new girlfriend, Zach Wilson. You can't look at Sam Darnold anymore. The only time you looked at Sam Darnold was week one when he slapped the hell out of you. And and now here we are. You know, here you are. You're you're in the woods. You got to keep going through till you come out on the other side. Don't chip Kelly this thing and fire him too soon. Buffalo, the Bills look like a completely different team. Talking about looking like the past. The team that showed up week one against Pittsburgh feels like a completely different team that showed up in week three against the football team. Josh Allen with multiple touchdowns. The Bills mafia going crazy. Buffalo, I don't know what the hell happened at week one, especially in comparison to what Pittsburgh looked like against Cincinnati, where I sent you the video of Roethlisberger just falling down oh, over nothing. He's such a turd. So Buffalo, he's looked, a turd. Buffalo looked like a Super Bowl contender. You know, I, I named one of my um, one of my fantasy football teams after Roethlisberger. Well, what's the name of the team? Bathroom Liberties. Oh my! God. That's what I named them because he's a scumbag. Um, no, look, <laughs> the Steelers are the, the Steelers are in a transition. That's what they are. They, they're not ready to give up on Big Ben yet, but they don't have the heir apparent. Mason Rudolph's not going to save you. So there's going to be weeks where they beat the living daylights out of you. And then there's going to be weeks where they look like garbage. Like, that's just who they are. So the, the Bills get them the week where, they're, where they can be you. That's what, that's what happened. Steelers are not that good. They're one and two. It proves it. That's, the AFC North is in a transition. The only team that still looks like themselves at all is probably Baltimore. Cleveland looks like they might be the class of that. But Cincinnati says at 2-1. and one. Like, Joe Burrow it might be turning that away around even sooner. Pittsburgh is going to fall off. They're going to. They're, they're an older team now because Ben's an older team. Not only is Pittsburgh going to fall off, I would tell you they're going to be the last place team in the AFC North. Cincinnati, you don't think they eventually leapfrog Cincinnati? Cincinnati just beat them. Cincinnati gets Jacksonville this week. Cincinnati just went out and proved that they're better than Pittsburgh this week. So I would lean towards the Bengals right now. You mentioned Cleveland. Baltimore is in a weird spot, too, because if it's not for a record-setting kick by Justin Tucker, we're talking about whether or not Baltimore's fallen off and how bad that loss is to Detroit. But that doesn't happen. So back to your original question of teams I'm believing in, teams that I'm giving up on, believing back in Buffalo, giving up on Pittsburgh. And the ultimate give up on this Levac was the worst loss I've seen in at least six years for the New York Giants. Oh, if bad. you're a that's Giant bad. fan, that hurt. You got to be that embarrassed. Hurt. That hurt. Embarrassed that that is the effort you gave, the product you put on the field for when Eli Manning is that getting hurt. his number yeah. retired, put it in the Ring of Honor, all this stuff. Yep. By the way, Fox, show some highlights of it. Where, where <laughs> was Fox not showing second off? None. So they don't show any of it's that. Like it didn't Fox. happen. My goodness, is that? I think that's because he's. I think it's because he's ESPN's new, new glory hound. Oh, well, because ESPN is guilty be right. of that. ESPN is 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 very guilty of. They'll only show you what happens for them. Now, obviously, there's film rights and stuff like the Ryder Cup. They can't. There's only so much they can do. Stuff like that. But like, it almost feels like that's a. Ah, you're gonna sign with ESPN instead of us. Enjoy, enjoy not getting covered. Yeah, covered in some other site. Whatever. Which is silly, but there it is. I mean, that's it's it just what what are the reasons you have to not at least show a little bit of it? Come there, back, a little V-roll kind of thing. Just the ESPN Fox. And that's the only thing that now when you said that made sense to me. So if you talked about the worst teams in the NFL, in no particular order. I'm sorry, there wasn't enough excitement in a 17-14 game. No. Just top and, and show two minutes of Eli being honored. Jacksonville, New York, <laughs> and New York. The Jets and Giants are two of the top three teams at the bottom of the NFL. Giant, everything though like it's not even we can't even point to daniel jones we can't point to the whole thing is a mess from yeah. coaching to players to defense if anything to daniel jones everything. has been closest thing to a bright spot saquon's getting healthy hopefully that'll come together I, you know i'm not seeing what i what i was what i was hoping to see out of baby megatron i thought galladay would come in and instantly be a difference maker but that's not that's almost that's not really fair either offensive line has been in some trouble they haven't done anything right Defense is what bothers me the most. Patrick Graham's got more this year than he had last year. 
and it's not getting done. And it's not playing at that level. I wouldn't be shocked if Jason Garrett gets fired after that temper tantrum that Mara threw. Because you're gonna, I mean, you, you're not going to take out Judge right now. It doesn't make sense. You're not taking out Graham. You fought to keep him. And if anything, Graham could be, if you do decide to get rid of Judge, don't you look at Graham as possibly somebody you want to at least look at? You're going to at least make somebody pay you to get a hold of Graham. You're not going to fire Graham. I don't think you're going to fire Graham either. But if you look at that New York team, Okay, we mentioned Denver earlier, but you're only able to put up 13 points in that, that game. Was garbage. It's a shootout on a Thursday night against a divisional team in Washington. A few other plays go in the direction. Maybe you walk off that field with a victory and you're one and two. Atlanta's one of the worst teams in the NFL. You lost to them outright. There was nothing impressive about that game. I know you just mentioned it. Like, really, Fox, you try to find highlights of that game. How did you do it? Good for you. Uh, but that's what it is. Like, I, and you look at their schedule going <laughs> forward. Who are they going to be? Like I feel I hate right. doing this because I've done this no. like six years in a row. It's no. like go through the Giants. We're talking Giants. Who are they beaten? All right, who are they? All right, let's do it. You want to do it right now? I mean, I'm, we got rough. we got some time. We got. I got it up for you if you want to hear it. All right, yeah, let's roll. Saints, no. Cowboys, no. Rams, no. Panthers, Panthers without McCaffrey, I still know, but I I could believe it more. Is that in New York or in Carolina? That game's in New York. Uh, you know what? Maybe. Okay. It's Maybe. Followed, it's followed by the Chiefs, Raiders, and Bucks. You know what? They always play the Raiders tough, though. <laughs> okay. They always play the Raiders tough. That's so of, of those, I could see them winning two, and I, it would be it would be the it would be the run CMC less Panthers, and then the Raiders. You know who knows? Like, again, I'm still not gonna. I love my Raiders. I love the three and zero. They're the first first team in the Super Bowl era to go three and zero by beating three teams that had ten plus wins the year before. Whoa! That's first team sad. to ever do that. Um, but. If you ask me a team that makes you work for it more than the Raiders, like I don't see the Raiders blowing anybody out this year. Like I just they're just not they're just not that team. They they as good as Gruden has been at getting them back into games, and Gus Bradley is a godsend to that defense. Every week, this week, Monday night against the Chargers, hate the Chargers, hate them. But if you told me the Chargers are either going to lose that game by two or blow out the Raiders by 17, either one, I'd be like, yeah, man. Because that's just that's just how that works. Of those next upcoming eight teams they play, you excuse me, seven teams they play, you can make a good case. Six of those seven teams are going to be in the playoffs. You can flip the Saints and the Panthers however you want. But if you argue to me that the Cowboys, Rams, Chiefs, and Bucks are going to be playoff teams, and your Raiders as well, and you flip that a- NFC South team, that's a brutal stretch for any team. You could see the New York Giants go 0-10. On that stretch, 0 for 10 for their first 10 games of the season. Well, that guy's live on the Techie Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube. Ryan on the Facebook was at the game. Ingram needs to go. Yes. Get Coach Carmon, will you? Um, Coach Carmon's busy on Tuesdays. <clears throat> <clears throat> Anyways, back to the Ingram thing now. <laughs> <laughs> but you no, know, Carmon knows he's always welcome. Always welcome. Matter of fact, Carm, come to Tech East. Matter of fact, I met with Sienna today. About Tech East, we're working. We're looking to work with tech, with with Sienna. So, uh, we love Sienna. We it's, love basketball. The Sienna, Sienna. Sienna tips off in early November, so if we're gonna get Coach on, we probably gotta aim for October, some point before the season tips off. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We, we figure something out. But back to the Ingram thing. This goes back to when he was drafted. He's you a Falcons fan. That's a good week to talk to him. Yeah, you and I, <laughs> you and I were uh, watching the draft together that year, and it was more about OJ Howard. Like OJ yeah. Howard's supposed to be the pick, OJ yeah. Howard. And OJ Howard. I mean, he just had that amazing game. Yeah. And he'd fallen all the way to the Buccaneers. And he really has not had the career that people thought he would have no. out of that draft. But what happened? He was, might now that, Bron- that, uh, that Gronk's all busted up, though. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's the second time, though, that the Giants and Buccaneers are involved in targets in the same position 
and the Giants got the quote-unquote leftovers because it happened years ago. I think it was 2000, 2012 where the Giants needed a running back and they wanted Doug Martin. Oh, and they planned on taking Doug Martin. And all of a sudden, the Buccaneers traded one pick ahead of them yeah. and took Doug Martin. And they were stuck with David Wilson, who ended up getting injured, really didn't find out what his career would have been. That's what Evan Ingram runs around in bunny ears for a while. Yeah, you, you never knew. Look, Evan Ingram can't catch or block. And now he right. also can't hold on to the football. But besides but, that, he's fine. But right? isn't isn't Engram the perfect example of the guy who's going to they're going to cut him loose some way, shape, or form, and then he is going to go play for Denver, New, whoever, Orleans. New Orleans, and he's going to be a monster. He's going to be a you know hundred yards a game guy. Like he, that's who he is. He he, and I think that's why the Giants have been over yet. the the promise of what he could be versus what he's actually achieved. That phrase right there, you said could be said about every single New York Giants skill player right now. Saquon Barkley included. All of them. Mm. The hype was around him. They haven't produced enough. Saquon's, Saquon's been injured. Saquon's hurt though. Yep. He's always he's, he's hurt. He, but he you you took him second. You got to you got to do whatever you can to get him right. Cuz if you listen, there's two guys on that field who can walk out the door and take Gettleman with them. One Saquon, the other one's Jones. Either one of those guys has to go. Gettleman's going with them. That's all there is to it. I'm glad I'm not a Giants fan. That's all I can say. <laughs> Mike Quarter says, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, it's Techies Tuesday. The, the, Jets are, the, the Jets are a little worse than we thought they were. Giants are a lot worse than I thought they'd be. Bills are about as – the Bills Bills are scary good. They're scary good. I mean, they just – when they want it, they go get it. And now it's almost like that Pittsburgh loss was, was a little bit of a fire starter that they needed. I mean, it's, I mean that's, that's, that could be the deal. I look at teams I believe in and teams I don't believe in. I can go, I can go, I'll go division by division. Um, Dolphins and Pats are somewhere between a 500 team and a, and a just over 500 team, which if they get in the playoffs, nobody's going to want them. You're not, you're not going to want those. Bills, I still feel good about them winning, winning the AFC East. I agree. Yeah, I don't have any disagreements with those first three picks. Um, I still think the Ravens are going to win in the, the North I, nor, or the Browns. I mean, either one of those teams. The, the AFC North is going to be really interesting. If Cleveland can hang around and Cleveland can and can they can continue to – I mean, Cincinnati. I should, I, I'm sorry, Cincinnati. If Cincinnati can stay around, they're, they're young enough and they're skilled enough, like almost like one of those teams where they don't know any better. Like they, they, could, they could jump up and take that division just because they don't know they shouldn't. I like Cleveland still because now their defense has gotten better than Pittsburgh's and Baltimore's. Miles Garrett, oh, he God. should have won the Defensive Player of the Year award earlier in his career, but because of him swinging a helmet around like a weapon, yeah. media members didn't want to necessarily embrace that. But you get, <laughs> you're going to pick Aaron The way Donald you said that, like, you know, almost like you didn't agree with them. Like, <laughs> oh, media didn't want to give it to the guy who tried to bludgeon someone with a blunt object. Like that affected his pass rush, right? Kind of, kind of. I feel like it might just a little. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I Cleveland looks good, but I won't sleep on Baltimore. I won't. They draft so well. They draft so well. I mean, how many years can you continue to give up one of, if not the best pass rushers, one of, if not the best offensive linemen? They do it every year. Like Yannick Ngakwe is on the Raiders. Matthew Judon is on is on New England. Either one of those guys. They, I mean, you look at the reason the Raiders won that 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 fifth fight of a game on Sunday was in Gawkway later, late in the game, coming after people. Carl Nass has been reborn, by the way. I guess the weight off his shoulder of, of you know living his truth has helped him. Good for him. God bless him. I thought he was close to getting released. I thought they were going to release him because when you look at what they have with Max Crosby, Clee Farrell, Yannick Ngakwe, like right, one of these things is not like the other. 
now NASA's playing like he did back in his Penn State days. Good for him, man. Again, there had to be a weight on him, wondering for if sure, everybody's going to yeah. accept him. Um, I don't, I don't 100 trust the Raiders though. Like since we're since we're over there, like I said, Baltimore can continue to just flip these guys in and out. I don't trust my Raiders 100 yet. I still can see a scenario where Kansas City jumps out of that basement and wins the wins the West. Kansas City and Vegas have been such an interesting starts to both their season because you mentioned the stats there, how many of the good teams Vegas has already beaten. Carr is playing to the level we saw years ago. Gruden may be doing the best job he's done coaching that team, while Kansas City's defense continues to just have holes in it. Now, yeah. Herbert chopped it up a little bit. Uh, Cleveland had its opportunities. If they're able to just push it a little bit deeper into the second half, Mahomes can put up all the yards that he wants, but the defense has to eventually make some plays and do something for that. If you told me who I trust more, I would say I have more faith in comparison to the preseason in Vegas than I do in Kansas City. I picked Buffalo to win the AFC. Kansas City has not shown me anything that now I feel like I should switch my pick and go, Kansas City is the best team in the conference. I could make, I could believe now that the Raiders are a playoff team. I didn't believe that in August. So, all right, let's remember though, Kansas City should be two and one. Clyde Edwards Alaire fumbles for the first time as a pro against Baltimore. That's 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 not bad coaching. That's 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 a bad one bad play for a young kid who's who's showing that he could be a, he could be a pro running back. Um, so I, I, I still Kansas City is going to come around. I don't know exactly when it's going to. They're going to come around and they're going to start slapping the hell out of people. Denver, I'm sorry, you're 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 three and zero against Owen Owen nine. You're three and zero against Owen nine. I'm not afraid of you. I'm way more afraid of the Chargers than I am the Broncos. Uh, if you want to tell me the team that that nobody probably picked to win the West or a very small that's going to win it, and you want to tell me the, the Chargers, I, I, this Monday night will decide that. The Raiders beat the Chargers on Monday night. I I'm going to be unbearable. I'm going to be on. You are not like I was. I was close to being bad this week, but if they beat the Chargers on Monday Night Football, <sighs> Herbert's <sighs> Herbert's really good. He is. I've told you about Denver earlier. I know there's so much more boring and not as fun to root for in comparison to the Chargers when you got Herbert throwing the ball around. Staley, by the way, is the head coach. Let's play that game of just randomly ask who the Chargers head coaches to somebody you know and see yeah. if they know who it is. Yeah, do Staley. Yeah. <laughs> Running back, right? No, not same guy. I feel like when he actually got named the head coach, nobody knew. Like, did they announce that on a Sunday at one o'clock and just never had a press conference? I don't right. even remember that happening when he got named the head coach of that team. I'm pretty sure I picked Dallas to win the NFC East. I still feel I feel great about that, considering they're so talented. It doesn't matter. McCarthy's a crap coach. Mike McCarthy might be the worst coach with the best team. He just does some weird stuff with the clock. He's just, weird he stuff is with weird. You mean you you said shitty wrong? <laughs> like he's terrible. Like they win in spite of him. They win in spite of it. Like, I, I get it. You're trying to save Zeke for the end of the year. Look what happens when you let Zeke run a little bit. Look what happens. And the Philly's not a bad team. They're not a bad team. They're way better than I thought they'd be. I know they're one and two, whatever. But you manhandled them, and you're not a good coach. I'm sorry. Dallas, really, on paper, probably the two most talented teams are Cleveland and Dallas. And I like Cleveland's coaching staff a hell of a lot more than I like Dallas's coaching staff. You give that Dallas roster to at least seven other coaches in the NFL, and they are prohibitive Super Bowl favorites. And you talk every year about Dak Prescott as the MVP of the league. Just like right He's back. awesome. What happens with Dak Prescott, too, is games like that last day where he goes back after his injury, back home. He's emotional during the playing of the national anthem. And at the end of the game, it's like, you know what? Dak might be in the MVP conversation. It's like, no, let's just talk about him being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You just mentioned the stuff there with Mike McCarthy and Jason Garrett. It's time to have the conversation of top five, 
Dak Prescott somewhere in this conversation now of what quarterbacks do you want? He can do it all. He can pass. He can run. He can make the offensive plays. He may have overcome bad coaching. This guy could do everything you want out of a quarterback in the NFL. Think about this, right? Raiders, Derek Carr, MVP conversation, second-round pick. Dak, fourth-round pick. You know, you go through the, you go through, and a lot of these guys who are in the in the mix right now, not either late first or or like, Tom Brady, sixth round pick. Like if you're good at drafting quarterbacks, you don't have to burn an early first on them. You don't have to. But you know, then there's Josh Allen, who's a monster, and you know Joe Burrow, who looks pretty damn good. Ryan Tannehill was garbage, but that team's good. Tannehill's garbage. I'm sorry, he's tra- he's straight tra- straight trash. Yeah, it didn't he's- help that AJ Brown was not doing things on Sunday. No, <laughs> but you're, no. Brian Tannehill got two monster contracts. That's yeah. your reward. If everyone calls you trash, yeah. you know what? Probably you are, but you got your two fat contracts. I don't know how the hell you did it twice, but you figured it out. Shout out to your agent, whoever it is. He's, I don't get him. Like he, It's like a cascade of quarterback questions when I start looking at Ryan Tannehill. And by the way, if you're watching on Techies, uh, Fire and Water Restorations Facebook page, thank you. If you're watching on Godzilla Media's YouTube, thank you. If you are grabbing us on Spotify or anything else later, thank you. Make sure you uh, comment, like, subscribe, and then uh, and then text us uh, your pictures of your mom and about them. No, no, no. You're getting, you're so you don't. You won't look. You won't look. I don't want to look at people. You won't look. Come on. You won't look. You'll look. Maybe. All right, there you go. Uh, <laughs> for those of you looking at my haircut right now, it is not a political stance. I had a, I had a little uh, a scalp surgery going on. That's that's what that's all about. Um, so here here's the here's the deal. Um, Tyler wants to know when Jeremy's coming on to talk about the Bills. I believe he means Jeremy White from WGR five fifty. I'll shoot him a text. Maybe he'll come on. He came on with us a couple of years ago. I know Jeremy, Auburn, New York guy. Same person who hired uh-huh. Jeremy. GR hired me in Syracuse. So yeah, all right. Uh-huh. You, Tyler wants Jeremy White. Fine, we'll if, figure it out. If you're gonna if you're gonna request guest, can you give me the full name? Because <laughs> I did, I never would have got that. I never would. Oh, I oh, oh, oh no, about. Tyler's asking about Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy here at Techie Fire and Water Restoration. Wow, what a whiff by Ty- me, Tyler. <laughs> I love Jared to death. Jared is the quietest, soft-spoken, best guy in the world. He, I put if if you want to like see somebody react to an object the way a vampire reacts to a cross, you can chase Jeremy with a microphone. I have asked him to come on this show like a bunch of times, and he is not going to do it. He's just not going to do it. He would, he'd, as a matter of fact, he, Tuesday, Techies Tuesday, I start setting this up at 3.30. That man is out of this building by 3.25. Just in case. Just in case. And a, a lot of it is because not only does he, is he one of the, the best here at the mitigation game, fire, water, all that, but he also heads up our tree removal division. So if, if there's a tree removal to do and the damage it caused, Jer's there. <laughs> that's the guy you want there. So, so that's it. Um, uh, we got our boy Ryan. Thought I was wearing a sport coat for a second. Just the sun. No, it's a hoodie. Uh, nice haircut. Ryan likes, of course, because it's almost your haircut, Ryan. Um, and by Ryan's haircut, I mean the uh, I've been in prison so long. I no longer, I just shaved my head. So I don't have to wait in line for a real haircut. That's what, that's what his is. And he's a pastor. So, but I'm a minister. So there you go. Um, yeah. I do want to, um, I do want to say we're, we're thrilled to be here at Tech East uh, Fire and Water Restoration. That's way back to normal. Visit my TE, firewater.com, Tech East Tuesday. Thrilled to be on Godzilla Media's uh, YouTube page. But it is freaking hot in here. Like, it, we, this is going to be, I'm going to bitch about the sun every Tuesday until, until full blown fall. 
until the sun's down at like what times we go down in the, in the fall here noon this is right. this yeah. is aggressive in here and like i've got the ac cranked and this is a great like gaz is sweating I am sweating. I thought it was something I did wrong. I'm just, I kind of like it though. I feel like it's a good mix between I'm active. My hands are flying everywhere. Arm. <laughs> I feel like if you sweat, that's considered a workout. And in my mind, I'm working out right now. In your mind, you're getting a little workout. Um, I, before we call Buster only, and yes, Buster's on the show today. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey, Corey, Corey from Greenwich. Uh, damn it. I didn't pay them enough to shave your beard while you were asleep. Corey, the only money you have is the money I give you to buy meat and stuff, man. Like, whatever. Uh, I want to say, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, I know you're about to do something. Shout out one of our partners, but I can't tell you a story about Corey real quick. Corey, uh, he was at one of our events at the Hideaway recently, and he goes, hey, guys, uh, I got something for you. I was like, ah, Corey, I'm good, man. I had some of your meat in my mouth earlier. Like, I'm good. I'm fine. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I got something for you. I got some corn. I'm like, you know what? All right, Corey, I'm, I, just, I don't have money on me. He's like, it's free. I'm like, wow, you got free corn? You know what? Now you're talking my language. Let me come over to you. Yeah. The big ass thing of corn that you would like find to like decorate your house. <laughs> like, Corey, what am I going to do with this? He's got a truck. He's did like, you, ah, take it for free. Did you take it? No. What he was it like, feed? Me. Yeah. I thought I was going to eat like corn on the cob, you know, enjoy that for oh. a nice Sunday fall dinner. Corey's got just stacks of corn in his truck. You just think all the sausage and corn you could have made with that, man. That's, That's true. <laughs> you could have got crazy with that stuff. All right. I'm going to do this. Let's see if this works. We haven't done this yet. If you're looking for this Buster-only interview, it's just on our episode below. So just go down, search. You'll see it right below Apple, Spotify. That's where you're going to find your Buster-only interview. So we're going to, going forward here on the LeVac Goss Show, interviews will be in separate spots in our overall sports talk segments. So while we're taking this break from the action, we want to give you some love, some partnership love, and that's over to our guys in Mohawk Honda. Kelly Blue Book Offer going on this fall. If you're looking to trade in your vehicle, you could show up to Glenville, New York, Freeman's Bridge Road, and walk away with cash in your pocket. The crew at Mohawk Honda wants to make sure that you get the ride that you want for the future. Whether it's pre-owned or new, they want to find out what fits your lifestyle, your budget, and more. Shout out to my guy Greg Johnson. Cannot wait to hang out with the entire crew at Mohawk Honda on Friday, October 22nd. Join us Friday, October 22nd. When you're getting out of work, say hello and find out about all the great deals going on at Mohawk Honda. What's up to the VIP man, Hot Sauce, Cam McKenna, the entire staff there wants to help you. The Han Diva and more. I'm just going straight nicknames. You got to find out exactly who they are when you stop, and that can happen. Call them up, check them out on social media, and more. Mohawk Honda, located in Glenville, New York. I love my pilot. You hear so much about it. And now you can be proud of the vehicle you're driving around upstate New York just by stopping in and working with people that you trust going through the car buying experience. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Now, let's go back to some more sports talk here on LeVac and Gauss. I do want to, before I yell at you, uh, let me tell you about uh, my good friends at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. I had, um, I had a moment of just, and by the way, the sun, if you're watching, you should watch on the, um, on the Godzilla YouTube or the Tech East Facebook page just to see how much the sun is absolutely punishing us right now. <laughs> like to the point where like during the Buster thing, like I'm hiding at one point and you see Gaz is doing the same. And I actually had to put my hat on just so I could, so I could be over in front of the camera so you could see the beautiful beard. Um, but last night, a couple of my friends are in a chat, right? And my buddy Arnie is complaining about his mask, his CPAP mask. And I'm like, dude, you ever, you ever call the Integrative Sleep Center? He goes, what's their number? I'm like, I'll stab you. Um, I'm like, 518-885-6185. <laughs> and 
ah, well, I'm doing this and this and this, and they haven't done this for me. I'm like, well, listen, Dr. Ear and the crew at the Integrated Sleep Center, I had my initial results when I did my at-home sleep study, and if you added up 12 minutes an hour, I wasn't breathing. Not all at once, but over, over every hour, I averaged 12 minutes where I'd stop breathing. Used the mouthpiece for six months. I was down under three minutes. So I had those stats. He didn't have any of those stats. They're just like, here's your CPAP device. Go away. Okay, that's not what happens in the integrative sleep center. And as a matter of fact, if they, if they weren't able to help me, they would, they would send me somewhere that could. They have helped me, and it's been a great thing. So my cousin's wife pops in, who's one of our friends. Yeah, I was thinking about getting one of those machines for, for you know, Fireman Dave. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're not going to call 518-885-6185? You're not going to call Dr. Dreer in the integrative sleep center? You're not going to tell him Levac sent you? I'm family. I, I did your wedding. How you're the first you be, wedding I ever did. How can you be so selfish? Right. And, and worse than that, you're not even going to help your husband sleep, which isn't going to help you sleep. The snore's not going to go away. Mouthpiece. No recalls. Easy to travel with. Easy to clean. And, and, and there for me. Whenever I need an adjustment, if I'm like, ah, it's a little, it's a little tight on my front toofy, they fix it. Good to go. 518-885-6185. The Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa. Dr. Dreer is the man. Lorianne's amazing. Amanda with a smile at the front desk. A whole team. Great people. Absolutely great people. Are you pointing? Is there a number somewhere? Is There's there... a new logo right there, LeVac. Oh, there it the is. Top right corner. That, and also there information is. below. There, Integrated there Sleep it is. Center. There. Ooh, yeah, there you go. I can't That's do it. High five. Um, no, big, big thing. All right. You, as the head of Godzilla Media. Okay. You have not spoken to these, these buttwads. Oh, who about, come on about later the today? graphics? Yeah. I thought I did. Hang on. Let they me see erased everything. No. They erased everything. Why are they erasing it? There's room for their crap. Did I text them about it? You probably didn't. I don't see a text about that. I here. dislike you very oh, immensely man. right now. All right. You're October right. reads. Oh, shoot. I didn't write that one back either. Why are they deleting things? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. There's room. Know. It's hot as balls in here. It is balls hot. Balls hot. Uh, here, let me stop recording because I don't need Buster. I can record this stuff over here now. Um, <laughs> all right, here's the here's the deal. It's time for the uh, not-so-rapid recap. We run through the games from week three of the NFL season. Uh, obviously, everything kicked off on uh, Thursday night, and by everything kicking off, I mean we finally saw that the Texans are turds without Tyron Taylor. 24-9, they lose to the Panthers. Panthers 3-0, the only team in all of the NFL who have not trailed yet this season impressive by Carolina. If you'd wagered on the game like I did, you kind of got nervous at a few times during it. You just thought Houston was going to score and that was going to be enough. Also with Christian McCaffrey suffering that injury. I've hearing reports it's going to be a few weeks. Whatever you think that number is in your head, it's probably going to be longer, especially for fantasy football managers and a longer season. Carolina could win. Houston, likely going to battle for the number one pick this season. Yeah, and by battle, you mean they're going to lay down and grab it. Uh, how about uh, the Cleveland Browns? 26-6 to over the Chicago Bears. I thought the Bears were going to play a style of football that would keep them in this game. They probably thought the same thing. Uh, jokes on them, they couldn't do that because Cleveland is the more talented team. They are, I would say, the better coach team. I don't think Baker Mayfield is by any stretch of the imagination a top-ten quarterback in the NFL, but in this team he plays very well. The win for the Browns. A lot of things from this game. First of all, Baker Mayfield post-game quoting Kanye West albums as his answers. Those are funny. Like he's stuff, a, he is a top 10 interview. Funny, he may be man. a top three interview, actually. You know what's driving the Cleveland media insane? Because some of them want to just hate on him to hate on him. But when he's actually showing the personality and sneaking those things like college dropout, late registration, oh, that's <laughs> so creative and so good. And how many of them don't catch it is no, probably my favorite no, part man, of all of it. You know the old school, oh, yeah. Yeah. the newspaper needs to hit the deadline. <laughs> I'm writing it in. And they don't know. It's so good. 
Uh, if you are a Bear fan, you could criticize Matt Nagy for the coaching job he did because it was horrible. Look, Miles Garrett dominated that game. He was by far and away the best player on the field on offense or defense. Chicago had no chance to block him. But that's on Matt Nagy. Right. Miles Garrett just didn't show up. He's been yeah. one of the best players in the NFL's defense for years now. Number one pick. How did you not have a game plan to slow him down? Yeah. And then Justin Fields. I do and don't feel bad for him. I feel bad for him because Matt Nagy didn't have a good enough game plan to protect the rookie quarterback who could be the future of the franchise. And the other side is, remember in the preseason when they asked him about the NFL and he tore it up in that one August game and he said, honestly, it's not faster. I actually thought it was kind of <laughs> slow, the NFL. How's that pace going now, Justin? How do you feel about that? A little, a little yeah. quicker now with Miles Garrett? Okay, quiet <laughs> rookie. Jamar Chase is over here pretending he can't catch a football then going off. Justin Fields, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> eh, not so much. Uh, OBJ, five catches, 77 yards in his return. That's that's what you need. That's, a, that's what you need. Baltimore Ravens win a nail-biter. 1917 over the, the, the fight in Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions. Justin Tucker, the butt. No, never mind. Um, Justin Tucker, 66 yarder, hits the crossbar, goes through. He's now got a 61 and a 66 yarder against them. Yes, there was some shenanigans as far as what should have been called and what's called. Blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. 66 yard indoor field, not Denver. We ain't talking about Denver. We're talking about Detroit. He hits a 66 yarder, wins the game. Baltimore, 19-17 over the Lions. Love the fight in the Lions. Great guy's a punter. He's in the Hall of Fame. It took a long time for him to get to the Hall of Fame. Morton Anderson's in the Hall of Fame as a kicker. Anna Vinatieri one day is going to be in the Hall of Fame as a kicker. My lifetime, the greatest kicker of all time is Justin Tucker. He's likely going to mm-hmm. retire as the most accurate kicker in NFL history. He's likely going to retire at the longest kick in NFL history. Consecutive kicks made. And I'll dust off. Hear that? An old guy's taking Ooh, dust it off for dust years. It off. Once they pushed back the extra point in the NFL, the kicker became more valuable than ever in the history of the league because of that situation they were put in. Justin Tucker's a Hall of Famer, and he's the greatest kicker in NFL history. Best player on the Ravens? If it was Madden, he'd have the highest rating, so I guess that case would be yes. <laughs> well, I mean, like uh, arguably, uh, Cole, the punter for the Raiders, is the best player on the Raiders. I mean, he's nasty. So, I mean, there you go. All right, uh, the Colts drop one to the Titans, 25-16. Derrick Henry for 113 yards. Ryan Tannehill, three touchdowns on 197 yards. Uh, the Titans, I, I feel like the Titans are establishing themselves as the hands-down best team uh, in the in the AFC South or whatever the hell division that is. I can't even think anymore because it's so freaking hot in here with the sun beating down on me. But they are, it, they're going to run away with their division. They're going to be the team to beat, and that's that. I'm glad you've got more confidence in the Titans than I do, maybe just because of how bad the Jags, Texans, and Colts are. The Colts are now at 0-3. Both of those teams until about January for me, I have no idea what they're going to be for the rest of the year. Titans maybe by default win the division, but – if we're going to have to wager on these teams for the next 15 weeks, I'm running away because I don't know what I'm getting each week out of both of those teams. I'd have no problem betting on the Titans to win the AFC South. I'd have no problem. I'd feel very confident. Oh, yeah, in the division, yeah. yeah but, like, week-to-week yeah. matchups, I can't tell you they're going to cover. Oh, no, 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 no. Productive no. offense or defense is going to tackle. No. But, I mean, they're, look, they're, they're well-coached. They kick ass. They fight hard. They're a lot, they're a lot of fun to be around uh, as far as that goes. And like I said, just enough, just enough not sure what they're going to do. I am not a Tannehill fan. I think he is – the fact that he's been so successful is impressive, but I think that's more impressive about Vrabel and his staff than it is about what the Titan – what he has for talent. Um, all right, to continue on the not-so-rapid recap, though, I think we should do it faster because it's hot as balls in here. Uh, the Chargers, 30-24 to 24 over the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are in last place in the AFC West. Guys, the last time they were in first was 2016 before this season. Last place right now, 30-24. to 24. The Chargers 
get it done against the Chiefs. Really bad throw by Mahomes in the fourth quarter. Interesting coaching by the Chargers. Deciding to do some things with timeouts and situational spots that almost cost them the game. It didn't. The Chargers, when the Chiefs show up, they play their best football. If you're a Charger fan, hope to bottle that up. And they do that every single week. It feels more like a college game, right? Like where you beat the rival and you lay a, a big goose egg the next day. Charger fan. Hope you continue to do that. Uh, all right. Uh, the, you know, the, the one thing I will say, the biggest the biggest improvement for the Chargers, these are all last-minute games they lost last year. And they're winning. So that's scary. Monday night against the Raiders, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, a little concerned. I thought the Patriots were going to beat the Saints. The Saints said, ah, ah, not so fast, my friend. 28 to 13, the New Orleans Saints take down the New England Patriots. Mac Jones threw the ball 51 times, 30 for 51, 270 yards and a touchdown, uh, but just not enough as the Saints get it done. Winston has two touchdowns, uh, and, and they picked Jones three times, by the way, as well. So Saints get it done. I think you called this one. I was wrong on it. Kamara got in the end zone. Winston's going to be up and down the whole season. Here's what this game is more about. It's more about New England because I can't wait. Let me get closer to the camera for this one. You see get in me, there, get Patriot in there. fan, Can you Joe see Lynch, and whoever else? I can't wait till my Buccaneers pound New England. Woo! It is going to be a public national embarrassment. I can't wait till Tom Brady starts screaming like a psycho at Belichick on the sidelines, like a boxer or a fighter. It's going to be like Khabib versus McGregor. He's going to jump into the octagon. Buccaneers by three touchdowns, and Belichick's wow. going to be embarrassed on Sunday night. Hit the Adele music, baby, if I I'm can sorry. pay for I'm it. I'm sorry. The official official pick will be Sunday morning live from the hideaway at oh, Saratoga Lake Golf Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that I disagree with anything you just said. Just maybe not with the same verb. They stink. Yeah. Belichick's overrated. Get burned by my hot take on Sunday. He's not overrated. He's not overrated at all. Uh, the Bengals, 24-10 over the Steelers. The Bungles no more, my friend. Joe Burrow. And the squad getting it done. Three touchdowns from Burrow. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, 318 yards. He went 38 for 58. One touchdown. Joe Mixon with a 90 yards on the ground. Najee Harris over 100 yards, but not enough. 24-10. Are we seeing a changing of the guard? Yep. The whole thing across the board. Burrow, Chase, great job. I drafted him having that connection. Wide receiver and quarterback chemistry is so important. It's over for Pittsburgh. Told you in the preseason, they're done. Roethlisberger can't throw. He's toast, retired. Great career, Hall of Fame. He's done. Pittsburgh, see you later, but please don't blame Mike Tomlin. He's a great coach, but Pittsburgh fan, by the time December rolls around, they're going to think it's his fault. <laughs> All right, the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I thought they would keep this game close. 31-19, they lose to the Cardinals, but the truth of the matter is they had this game. They went into the half up 13-7. They were looking pretty good. Trevor Lawrence throws the pick. Never able to recover. 31-19, the little guy, Kyler Murray, getting it done with the Cardinals over the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's so much better than I thought he'd ever be, Kyler Murray. It's fair. He's it's fair. really good. It's fair. You were very mean to him. I was. Uh, twice in a row, LeVac, you've had the Jags at lock of the week. Are you now – before I answer, are you done with the Jags for lock of the week? So we'll see what each line looks like every week from now because you've been mm. a big Jag fan or I, Jag hater early on. I was it. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me a third time, and I'm a jackass. Is that what it is? Can't get fooled well, again. Yeah, well, you can't never get fooled again. Um, I'm gonna have to wait and see because there is there's gonna be value in them. There's gonna be value, and you know I hate that word when it comes to horse racing. But when you're talking about Vegas setting odds, you can sometimes find that that number that doesn't make sense and and jump on it. So I can't say I definitely won't take them. As of this moment, there's only one game I know I'm taking. 
that's it. So I, I can't say 100% one way or the other. But as of right now, yes, they burned me enough that I'm, I'm probably pretty good on not messing with them for a little bit. For the Jacksonville thing, the discussions about Urban Meyer and people, if you were the people that like want Urban Meyer to fail in year one and just jump, there's a little bit of like evil and disrespect to that because he's a legendary college football coach, one of the greats of all time in the history of that back. sport. With all that being said, I'm back. getting so much enjoyment about the failure of Urban oh. Meyer. I can't wait till Cincinnati pounds them on Thursday and then Friday is all about USC and Urban Meyer. Will Urban <laughs> pull up a Trino and just post it in the lockers? Guys, been a fun ride. I'll see you later. <laughs> just U- USC uh, allegedly asked to talk to Anthony Lynn. Okay, he's not Urban Meyer. So you know the name that him. I'm shocked hasn't come up yet? is Bill O'Brien. Is he a California style coach? Ah, I feel matter. like he's a doesn't hard matter. ass, and like doesn't I don't know if the California kid wants to play with him. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying he's a, he's a hell of a coach. He is a hell of a coach. Not a good personnel guy. I wouldn't want for personnel, but coaching. Not a sure. personality guy either. That's uh, he's he's a nice guy. Have you he's met a, him? Yeah, yeah. Have I? <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I said hi to him once, but I've never talked. Josh to him. McDaniels, I know you definitely did. Josh, my boy, we hang out. Um, after he left Emory, he's okay with me. The Los Angeles Rams 34 to 24 over the overrated, uh, gonna fall off poopy Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mr. Tom Brady threw for 432 yards in the loss. If somebody picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl and Matthew Stafford to be the MVP of the league, they gotta be feeling pretty good after that one. Yeah, I, feel good. I would go to the Rivers Casino because LeFanc did that. Maybe trail that bet and just put a little just bit keep more, trailing it. right? Just, just go all the way through. Pepper on there for oh. uh, the Rams were way better than the Bucks in that game, like from start yeah. to finish. And yeah. now, as a Buccaneer fan, that discouraged me because I'm like, ooh, like the Sean Jackson, who's about what 45 years old, is torching with the speed, still finally gets to wear number one. That was not so much about Tampa struggling. L.A. is really good. They're yep. really good. Well coached. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 343 yards, four touchdowns, a uh, quarterback rating of 134. If we <laughs> did power rankings, which we won't, I would put the Rams to the best team in the NFL right now. I would as well. I would agree with that. Uh, I will I will also say that it was nice to see Sony Michelle get some carries. Starting to feel a little bad about the uh, trade <laughs> rape I did on uh, Boston Dan, though he did he did offer that trade. <laughs> Dar- well, Darren Waller only had the one good game so far, too, though, so it's not too bad. Uh, Seattle Seahawks fall 30-17 to to the Minnesota Vikings. I thought this thing would be a shootout. I thought Seattle would come out in the end. Uh, there was just that moment where Minnesota said, we got this, and we, we know what we're doing, and Seattle seemed to fall off. I'm, I'm losing a little bit of faith in the Seattle Seahawks this year. Yeah, DK Metcalf had an okay game. It's just like physically he's such a beast out there. He's a marvel yeah. to watch play. For the Vikings – Alexander Madison can play. Yeah. Like, if you're a Bill fan or a Jet fan, how is he not on your roster? Because you might be able to drop him in. It might be better than any other running back on those two New York teams. He's very good. He should get paid at some point. Uh, Minnesota, good balanced team victory over a good Seattle team. And that's the other thing, too. Like, Chris Carson only having 12 carries. When you average 6.7 yards on the ground, you're you're along a 30. I'll give you that. But he looked good. And they didn't give him the ball enough. I think they're afraid. It's that whole Russell Wilson, let Russ cook thing. They become almost a slave to it. And, and they've got to run that ball. They've got the team to do it. They built up their offensive line a little bit. Kind of gave them the run a little too early for my liking. Uh, another game I thought was going to go very differently. The Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers said relax yet again. His stats are not gaudy, but his play is. Like if you just read the box score like a moron and think that's all it takes to know what happened in the game, you're a dumbass and you miss Aaron Rodgers just just pulling the string and making it happen 30 28 over the 49ers i will fully admit i quit not once but twice on this game when it was 17 0 i'm like all right well that's a blowout that's all right. yeah and then all of a sudden san francisco comes back and i'm like oh well the niners got this one that's a <laughs> wait green bay wash 
Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Did, yep. I quit twice in the game, which tells me Sunday night football. And you've said this, Levac, through the old month of September. Island games. Those spotlight Thursday, Sunday, Mondays have been so good this season. Very, very much so. The uh, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, 3-0, 31-28 over the Dolphins in overtime. The Jacoby Brissett experience, like he looked, he, there was moments where he was slinging it. Like he's a hell of a quarterback. He's not collegiate. Like some people would lead you to believe um, he is a hell of a quarterback and he played very well. As a matter of fact, if I'm, if I'm Tua, I might be looking around going, I don't know why you go back to me. I don't know why you go back to me at this point. Experience is the greatest way to phrase what happened at quarterback for the Dolphins. Sometimes it's going to look amazing. Sometimes yeah. it's going to look terrible. You mentioned Tua. That's kind of Tua, but he's leaned more towards terrible than amazing. Uh, Miami Dolphin fan, there have been moments in that game where this has been the theme for the Dolphins in the last few years where you look like the worst team in the AFC. And there's yeah. other times you look like you can beat anybody in the NFL, but it's a better win for your Raiders. And 3-0 is 3-0. Chucky Gruden, the squad, looking great. Big test this week, Monday night against the Chargers. Washington football team, I thought that their defense would at least keep this game close. That is not the case. Josh Allen, 358 in the air, four touchdowns, 43-21. to over one of the more heralded defense, I can't say best, most heralded defenses in the NFL, and they put 43 on them. Let's go, Buffalo. Josh Allen and everybody else on that team, great victory. Washington's been, it seems as if it's become a disappointing team. I love them against the Chargers. Week one didn't happen. They barely got by the Giants. They got smacked around by Buffalo. How much of Fitzpatrick's been the real difference? Heineke's been fine, but it looks as if that Washington just, can't rely on a defensive line. They got to hide other things to make that team roll, and it hasn't happened. Then, yeah, I guess not so good for New York football fans as the Falcons get a uh, last uh, last second field goal, and uh, they win this thing 17 to 14 over the Giants. I can see this being the kind of game that kind of launches Atlanta into being a competitive football team for the rest of the season. I'm not going to pick, pick them as a playoff team, but I think they are a team that obviously has talent. They obviously, you know, the coaching is is going to come and go, and we'll see how that that comes along. You know, it's first year head coach, uh, but I I think this is the kind of game they could they could actually build something off of. And conversely, 0 and 3, 17 14, you lose this game, the Giants. This is one you circled as a must win, I think, and uh, you didn't get it done. Total embarrassment for the New York Giants. This needs to be a sit-down conversation with the mayors and figure out why is everything so awful, like everything. <laughs> From the offense to the defense to the coaching staff to the G, everything is bad in New York. Atlanta, good. You got the victory. You went out on the road and grabbed one for the Matt Ryan-led team, which Matt Ryan still. I, a lot of people in fantasy talked about Matt Ryan stinking and being done. He might be done. Like I talked about Rosberger earlier. Matt Ryan does not look like the quarterback we've seen who might be a borderline Hall of Famer, too. Both those teams have a lot of issues for the future. We look at the rosters, the teams, the executives, the decision makers. Now in September of 2021, we'll see how many are in that same spot in September of 2022. There's going to be a shakeup of some variety. I would assume they'll have a new offensive coordinator in a week or two if they don't do something Atlanta crazy. Atlanta or New York or both? New York. New York. Atlanta's going to keep staying pat for a little while. New York's going to have a new offense. Garrett's gone. I think he's the easy He's the easy bloodlet. You know, just sorry, buddy. You're not getting it done. Speaking of not getting it done, 26 nothing. The Broncos beat the Jets. This has got Broncos fans running around acting crazy. Jets are just bad. They're just not, they're at that growth pain where it's they they want to develop an identity, but they don't have the people to play that game. Wilson's not good enough. Your your inexperience and coaching is showing. I think they will end up being better out of all this because Salah doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who is going to 
you know, lose a bunch of games in one year and then go, I just don't know what I'm doing. He strikes me as the kind of guy who's going to learn something from each game and, and the team is going to get better. The whole roster, when you kind of start digging through it, not good. In comparison to Jet Rogers of the past, especially, he's not good. Even like additions they had, like Corey Davis, he's the third best player as a wide receiver on the Titans, and he's supposed to be your number one guy all of a sudden on your team. Your running backs. You had cases they weren't the best running backs on their college teams. You could argue Zach Wilson wasn't the fourth best quarterback in this year's draft class. You go through across the team, you're like, man, did we kind of like buy a bargain here and hope <laughs> it worked out? And right now it's showing that who here's a fun game. Who's the best player on the New York Jets? You might struggle to answer that that's, at this point. Uh, um, that's a uh, hard but, answer. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's Quentin Williams. I guess. Uh, sure. I'm not going to argue with it. Okay. I don't, I don't really feel great about any of them. Um, no, it's just, it, but again, Jets fan, you, you're going to have growing pains. Don't, don't freak out. It's year one, game three, it's not even year one yet. And then the Cowboys, Cowboys are so talented that their coaching sucking is not a problem. That's how talented they are. They're coaching uh, their defense. Quinn, I love him. It's fine. Head coach McCarthy, joke. I don't think he should be a head coach in the NFL. Uh, but 41-21, you're that damn good. Dak Prescott is that damn good. Zeke Elliott, that damn good. Your defense is is gonna is gonna continue to get better. That was a huge victory for Dallas. <clears throat> you mentioned earlier in this not so rapid recap that you'd go place money on Tennessee. I'm gonna struggle to find somebody who can catch Dallas. And I say this about every time we do the not-so-rapid recap, like the faith in the Cowboys and the talent. I know I've said that out loud a few times, like in September, that Dallas is the team to beat, and then December rolls around, and you and I are doing playoff yeah. scenarios of this team. Dallas, come on. Like, just don't screw this up. Like, yeah. this, is a, this should be a cakewalk this season for the Cowboys in that division. And the only thing I feel really good about this week right now, I'd call Buster, have the family. I'm Baltimore. I think Baltimore's going to boat race Denver this week. I think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I don't feel as confident in that game as you do, but I do feel confident in it being like a 14-17, 21-20 game. I'm betting Broncos unders till the wheels fall off. You hear me? <laughs> 45 <laughs> and a half under. Mario, LeVac and Gaz, if the Empire needs an easy preseason warm-up next year, my Giants would be the great patsy to sacrifice to the Albany faithful. <laughs> that's, that's sad. That's bad. But, I mean, it's not necessarily off the books. Uh, we could probably make that happen, and I feel pretty good about it, depending upon how many of my guys I can get back <laughs> in town for it. Um, that is, uh, that's the most of what we did, but we did get um, L. Egas on uh, the Godzilla Media Facebook. Uh, any comments on Honorado's new morning job with WNYT? Huge Honorado fan. We both love Chris. So anything that's good for Chris, love it. Um, the, the downside is... I don't usually watch morning news, but he's got me kind of wanting to wake up and watch it because I do love Chris so much. Um, he's phenomenally talented, great guy. Love him. He's going to do well whatever job they give him. And uh, thrilled. Thrilled to have a good guy get a good job. Awesome stuff for Chris. I think you and I might have to offer him a little bit of advice for the morning because you worked in mornings. I worked in mornings. You worked far yeah, longer in mornings than I did. I saw his alarm set for 2 a.m. Maybe TV is different than radio. He's got to remember that, that flow doesn't just happen. You don't get that kind of hair. You don't get that head lettuce out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's a good-looking man right there. I actually texted Chris about the new gig the other day. I probably shouldn't share this private conversation, but it's Levac and Gaza, the new traditional when have we ever, when have we non-traditional ever way. That's right. <clears throat> uh, I, I asked Chris about it. I'm like, hey, man, like you know you got to wake up like crazy early. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you know you have events you host on Monday nights in Saratoga. Yeah, he hosts trivia, right? Yeah, it's trivia. I'll say the place, Westside Stadium. Yeah, uh, Westside, right? I'm like. You probably can't do that anymore. Like, right. I'm going to give it a month, and I'll see yeah, how right. I feel. I'm like, 
I'll give you the answer. You're not going to feel good. Like, yeah, but you know, <laughs> so he's, you do what you got to do, man. Yeah, but he's, you know, him. Chris Honorado is a workaholic. He's an absolute straight up. He's he's a he's a digger. He's a go getter. So if anybody can make it work, it's going to be our boy Chris O. Do you um do you, did you ever talk about our good friends at uh, Johnstone? I did not talk about our friends at Johnstone Supply in Troy. They've shared some news Tell on their me, Facebook I'm ready. page. I'm glad this is the end of the show. Did too, you? Because uh, I'm gonna need some time myself afterwards. Did you see that Johnstone Supply in Troy, Levesque? You let the secret out, so Johnstone just said, "You know what? We're just gonna announce it today." Yeah, Even though I'm supposed to meet with them on Friday about all the details of the event, here they are. Ooh. We're moving forward Hold to the on, October. Tell me slower. 40 tickets, and we're going to have a bus trip heading from Johnstone Supply in Troy on 6th Avenue to the pink game for UAlbany football when they take on Maine on October 23rd. So for more information on this, check out Johnstone Supply Troy NY, their Facebook page, to find out how you can be a part of the event coming up. Johnstone Supply kicks cancer this October. Find out more about it at Johnstone Supply Troy NY, their Facebook page. We're going to have more announcements across all Godzilla Media platforms coming up in October for that event and how you can be a part of that bus. Levac, you are going to be on the field yeah, I do and seeing the event. Yeah, so this... you're out on the first Godzilla Media bus, even though you just found out about it last week. Yeah, I know. You didn't tell me anything about it, which uh, which rude and sucks. You know, I love our guys at Johnstone. Uh, good dudes. Um, though I did just slap the daylights out of uh, old Tommy, oh, Tommy Boy, Boy. <laughs> in uh, fantasy. I went 5-0 and this week. I had five fantasy games. I won all five. Uh, the one downside is I slapped the daylights out of my kid, too. So I feel terrible about that. <laughs> I love it. I guess uh, just a quick uh, love, love Johnson. Wish I was on the bus, everybody, but I'll see you guys when you get to the game. Um, I guess all my daughter's friends started giving her a hard time because she couldn't beat me in fantasy football. My kid goes, don't get mad at me because you guys decided to trash talk the guy who's only talked about football for the last, like, his entire <laughs> life, but professionally for eight years. You guys, t- you guys started this fight, so now I'm like going into like the text groups, and I'm like the next. I'm, pr- I'm playing the Goldberg. I'm like uh, this kid, Jaden. I'm playing. I'm Jaden. You're next. <laughs> like I'm just going after everybody now. Now it's now it's on. I'm, I have a uh, I have yet to play a week in that league where I wouldn't beat everybody. Oh, like like okay. in a couple of the leagues I won this week, I I would have lost to most of the other teams. I just I got the cupcake. This this league, I'm I'm a monster. I'm a dominant animal in this league. So it's not just points; it's victories and points. Is exactly what you want your team yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, just dominant. Like I'm averaging like 153 a week. One other handling business. One other thing to add to Johnstone. You and I will be Johnstone. broadcasting live yes. Friday, October 15th Ooh. from four to five thirty. We're gonna have a chance for you to be a part of that busy. bus trip when Very we do busy. a drawing at that show that day. Very busy that day. I can't. I can't possibly. Or we might do the contest online. I don't know yet. Uh, we were supposed to go over that, and uh, you blew the secret last week, and then Tom decided to post it on Facebook. But I'm okay with that because now I can stumble through this read and have fun and promote Johnstone Supply in Troy. Um, listen, however you want to give it away, that's fine. I just, it's <laughs> everybody knows the bus trip would be more fun if I was on it. You know, I'm just saying that's where you screwed up. Pinstripe Bowl, Fenway Bowl. We got a bowl game potentially for Syracuse Levac. Could be bus trip number two. All right. I'm just saying. Syracuse has got to be. Why don't you go State. ahead and schedule that one time when I can actually go? How about you do that? Huh? Why is Florida State a four and a half point favorite over Syracuse? That sounds like a sucker bet to me all day. I'm nervous about my orange this weekend. Syracuse sucks. Terrible. Three and one should be four and oh, but I'm very nervous about that seminal game in Tallahassee. Something, right. something fishy is going on there. Something fishy is going on here. Is in the sun's finally to the point where we can do the show comfortably and we're done. All right, everybody, we're back. Um, are we going to do a Saturday morning show? Yeah, I'd like to. So Saturday morning, we'll do a little game day. We'll give you, our, give you some college football picks. I don't know if I'll have any because I suck. 
at college football this year. I am I am god awful at college football this year. Hopefully, now that I've got my my twin off the back of my head, maybe I'm better now. We'll see how that goes. But uh, so Saturday morning, what are we talking? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. live from the Deuce. 10 a.m. from the Deuce. Uh, we will uh, we'll do a little a little pregame for you Sunday. 11.30, we're over at the Hideaway. We'd love if you guys came by and said hello to that. While we're there, just stop by. And then uh, back here for another Techies Tuesday. Uh, just keeping it rolling. Just keeping it rolling. More and more. You guys want to more Levac and guys? We're giving you more Levac and guys. Hopefully, uh, it, it doesn't suck. That's the whole goal of the show. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And uh, if you... Just you know, make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and don't jaywalk. It's uh, it's bad for you, and, and it makes the cops very unhappy. Uh, have a good one, everybody. We'll talk to you Saturday live from the Deuce. Little college football action, the back guys. Peace out. See you later.